your ears to 350 degrees. This is How Do We Human, the ah! podcast where we talk about all of the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. And today we're going to be talking about cooking. If your ears are burning, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's an uncomfortable macro moment. Uh, but first, Evan, huh? how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing as good as anybody is, I think. Well, that's probably not true. There's other people doing very good, but I'm doing okay. Uh, I we were texting the other day, and I was like, "How do how do we human <laughs> how how you doing?" Story just happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was experiencing it then and there. And it's uh, so rare to be around humans that the second you're around humans, it's like, oh, shit, everything's weird again. <laughs> this is a story. <laughs> this is a story. Uh, guess what? I'm still having issues with my oven. <laughs> oh, my God. Different issues. I think I mentioned before, after it got fixed, that I realized the right two stove burners weren't. They, I can't turn them on. Uh, it's a gas stove. And just by eye looking at it, I could see that if I turn the knobs for the right burners, the igniters on the left are going off, but gas is coming out of the right. So that's ineffective uh, and a problem. Uh, so after just dealing with just having two burners for a while, I was like, all right, time to just get this taken care of. I now have a new uh, uh, building manager. I actually know who they uh, a person is. <laughs> <laughs> can reach out to a person. It's wonderful. But uh, so somebody came to fix my stovetop. Masked up, distanced, we're all being safe. Uh, and he comes, he's looking at things. And after a while, he first, actually, first off, I got to roll, roll back, roll this back. I had shit to do later that day. And I had asked for it to be friday that they came to do that but instead they were like but thursday's sooner what if we did it then <laughs> i was like fine we could do thursday but it has to be before this time and they're like oh don't worry I, I was like it has to be uh done before 12 30 and they're like oh it'll be done uh he'll be there in between eight and noon it'll be done before then i promise i'm like okay so i'm like ugh, that's annoying i gotta wake up at eight even though i know they're you know every time that happens they're not gonna show up at eight this guy did <laughs> shut up eight on the dot and i was so half awake and that's a difficult way to talk to people <laughs> when they're just meeting you and coming and fixing your stuff. But uh, I grumbled my way through trying to be a friendly person and not a sleepy ogre like I really was. Uh, anyways, he looks at it. He's like, I need to get a part. Uh, it goes to his truck. It comes back. I don't have that part. I ordered it. It'll be here uh, in a few days. I'm like, okay. Thank you. He screws everything back in, and he leaves. And I'm like, all right, well, now that he's gone, I'm going to start making breakfast. Uh, and so I get a couple of eggs going. I get a little bit of tea brewing. I'm using those two burners <laughs> to their max capacity. And all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. <laughs> 
and he's back because he's like, I forgot, I still have a few more things I needed to do. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, making breakfast. <laughs> so I, I had to just be like, these eggs are done enough. <laughs> I just took them <laughs> off the burner and was like, I'll eat these eggs over here and let him get to work. But it was very silly. Uh, like, I shouldn't feel bad for using my stove. <laughs> but right. In that brief period of time, it's like, ah, oh, man, this is stupid. <laughs> I, I just feel stupid having my eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's that story. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right. I want to talk more Ooh. about my birthday. Hell yeah. We, wrote, we all remember the last week, last episode. It was my birthday. Yeah. And um, it was, hey, uh, one of the more depressing ones <laughs> for the ages. Oh, no. Oh, um, you know, as I mentioned in that episode, like, we didn't know if my girlfriend had coronavirus. Oh, I can't see anybody. Right. Uh, all these other things. Hey, by the way, she doesn't have okay. coronavirus. <laughs> that, was but, a, that was hanging over this story for a second. I know. <laughs> I, like, I, I oh wanted God. to clear it up, you know, in case anybody was worried from the last episode. I was worried. But, um, yeah, I wanted to do something or yeah or uh, receive some sort of acknowledgement mm-hmm. and uh so i had dinner uh hey got some of that north hollywood doghouse oh hell yeah um <laughs> and i was finishing dinner i was throwing things away and then the the buzzer uh for the door went off and it's like oh i buzz the person in and it's a delivery guy with a box <gasps> and i'm like huh Huh, I'm about to get a birthday present. <laughs> and, you know, I wait for him to drop it off and then leave before I open the door due to these unprecedented oh, times. Absolutely. And I grab that box, and it is for my former roommate who moved out <sighs> five months ago. Damn so it. now I don't have a present. I have. A task. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite of a present. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my very on-brand birthday. That blows. Well, happy birthday anyways. I realized editing. (laughs) When you told me that, my response was, what? (laughs) What? And not happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So pardon if I uh, attributed (laughs) or if I (laughs) contributed to your depressing birthday. Uh, But that also, to a certain degree, is just getting older (laughs) every year. Hey, these birthdays go quicker. They're much less exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to... Maybe we both... We should set it like... I don't know. You turn 50. 45, 50. Somewhere in there where it's like, all right, we're way past the point where I get exciting birthdays. Just ha- go to like a carnival or something. <laughs> like, just something childishly goofy and fun. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, I'd, uh, that'd be fun. Hell yeah. But that's not the main topic of today's episode. 
Evan, <gasps> I think Ooh. it's time that we yeah. get cooking. Ah, uh, it <laughs> is. Uh, Got to make sure the guy's done <laughs> fixing my stovetop. <laughs> if he comes back again. Oof. That would be a curse I don't need. Every time I try cooking something, he comes back. <laughs> it's like, oh, like wait. a little... The, Part he put in was like a little tracker anytime you turn on the burners <laughs> what zach i gotta do one more thing <laughs> uh well we talked nah was it last episode two episodes ago we talked you're starting to get into cooking yeah oh, excellent. S- uh, struggling but, but we're getting into it <laughs> but are you are you enjoying yourself do you do you enjoy the cooking and like me, find it to be at all relaxing. Uh, no, I do not find it to be <laughs> relaxing. No. Um, I struggle with cooking because it's like with baking, right? Yeah. So many things with baking are like do these things exactly Precision. this way. Precision. And with cooking, it's like, when it's done, it's done. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? You have to know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's why I don't cook. <laughs> and I how am I supposed to get to the point where I know? I'm just going to have to make a bunch of stuff that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to have to fuck up for like 10 years straight. And you'll be like, I got it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah i think i were it works better to go the other way i think because i have been cooking for a long time and it did not at all start baking until like this past year uh like everyone <laughs> in covid right. times uh, baking up a little storm a little cookie storm uh, the best kind of storm oh yeah uh, <laughs> but uh rank your storms Rank my storms, Cookie Storm. Yeah, top five, top five storms. Cookie Storm, Sue Storm, Storm from X Men. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I find cooking to be relaxing, uh, and I don't really know why. But I, I think it's just because it's a thing. Like I'll put music on. But other than that, it's like my one time of day, which is terrible. <laughs> we should all get better at this. But it's my one time a day. I'm just fully focused on one task. And it's very time sensitive. And I have to be watching it at all times, doing stuff at all times. Uh, and that, I don't know, that relaxes me. I'm, I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> just like, just focusing on one thing and, you know. If I'm watching a movie, just fucking watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, I do wish that I was better at like focusing on one singular task. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, it is hard, and I don't, I don't know why. Those phones. They're, they're, yeah. Uh, if if they're in eye shot of me, <laughs> my hand will just pick it up. <laughs> And just go like, I don't know, Wikipedia. <laughs> Who's that person? I need to know. It's like, no, you don't. You don't need to know. The other thing that I struggle with in regards to cooking is like the amount of time and work it takes mm-hmm. 
to get to eating it. Yeah. I, that, I, that's something that I struggle with, I think. Do you, and you think it's on the side of, like, the cooking takes too long, not that the food's not reward enough? <laughs> um, or a little bit of both? I think it's a little bit of both. It's more the first one. Yeah. It's more that I think the cooking takes too long. Because I think what I struggle with is, like, I am hungry now. <laughs> so I want to eat now. Right. But when I'm not hungry, I don't want to be making food mm. in preparation for me to be hungry. That's true. You got to be patient. <laughs> no. You need to train your little tummy to be patient. <laughs> I open my window and I say, it's my dinner and I want it now. <laughs> Just to other people eating their dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, cooking, my anxieties, as much as I find cooking in general to be relaxing, my world of anxieties with cooking comes in cooking for other people. Are you? Have you yeah. taken the leap and you've cooked for your girlfriend yet? Um, I mean, I've made enchiladas Ooh. for us. I've made them. Okay. I've made them three times. Hell yeah. And the first time, uh, fucked up and forgot like a, a full step, um, <laughs> uh, which they still tasted fine. They were just crispier than I would have mm, liked. I like it Um, the second time, um, the store did not have enchilada Sauce? The, uh, yeah. And so I substituted fajita sauce for it, or fajita seasoning with a tomato sauce. Oh. And it was fine, but yeah. it's like, that's not what you want. Not the you know? same. And then this most recent time that I made them, I did all the steps right, but they just could have been in there like a minute longer, mm. you know? They're just like, they weren't quite there. Hmm. Um, what's weird is that I am much more likely to cook for another person. Yeah. I think that like, for me, I'm like, uh, part of it, uh, we've talked about depression. Sometimes oh, you're like, yeah. you don't deserve this nice meal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need some garbage. But other times it's like, why am I, I can't get past the... Uh, notion that if I don't eat all the food, I can just have some of it another time. Yeah. Because I'm always like, how am I supposed to cook a meal for one? Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to cook it for one. No. You can cook it for one person multiple times. Yeah. I can't, uh, my, I can't wrap my brain around actually doing that. Around leftovers? <laughs> no, around making a meal and knowing that you will have leftovers <laughs> like intentionally making more yeah okay. as opposed to like oh i want you know pasta pasta is not a great example but uh oh i want uh, whatever a casserole I want tuna casserole, casserole. <laughs> yeah exactly i want tuna casserole tonight you gotta make a whole casserole i gotta make that whole casserole gotta do it 
Like with the enchiladas, right? I got to line them all up in the pan. Yeah. Uh, and so I, if I make it just for myself, I'm going to have two, maybe three of them. Yeah. And then have another seven left over. <laughs> well, A, enchiladas reheat well. But B, I've just made <laughs> myself enchiladas before. You don't have to fill the pan. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because you're, you know, you've got that eighty percent. I've got cooking confidence. confidence. <laughs> it can be done. Uh, I love making enchiladas; they're so good. Uh, all right. Uh, well, my something. I think I had an opposite trajectory <laughs> because when i was living alone like right post film school time i was just living by myself and working for a while i was cooking for myself often but i was just <laughs> learning recipes for one person and it, all my food was amazing it was delicious wonderful food and then i started dating someone and found that like i'm having a very hard time adjusting to cooking for two people and then that relationship lasted for five years hey i got very good at cooking for two people and now i can't go back <laughs> now, now. so now i'm always at least cooking for two but i'm i'm leftover crazy if i make yeah i'll make like chili or beef stew, chicken noodle soup. Uh, these are things I make a lot. Uh, those will be leftovers for the next, like, three days. And it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> are you... Is a, most of the people I know can't do that. Like, are you a person that needs to eat different things for dinner every day? Or could you be okay just eating the same thing over and over again? Uh... I kind of need to eat something different every day, but like I could do, um, if I had something for dinner, I'm fine with having that same thing for lunch. Yeah. But I do feel like I gotta, I gotta diversify that palate. <laughs> I reach a point, uh, eventually like, I, I'm a, I recently made chicken noodle soup and was just doing that for lunch and dinner. It was lunch and dinner for three days straight. And by that <laughs> last one, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of sick of chicken noodle soup <laughs> <laughs> after six servings. <laughs> kind of full up on this shit. But I don't know. I'm happy. I, I look at every bit of leftover as just like, look at this magical free food. <laughs> Cooking's all about money for me. <laughs> this magical free food. And you heat it up and it tastes delicious as if I had cooked it that day. That is as good as life gets. <laughs> Uh, but do you, so do you not feel, basically on my end, when it comes to cooking for someone else, I, I feel, not a pressure, I'm good while I'm cooking it, but I feel, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, I'm terrified of serving someone else shitty food that I made, because they're going to lie to my face. 
and tell me it's great or even just like it's fine and i'll be like no it isn't (laughs) stop eating it it's bad and it stresses me out uh am i putting new stresses into your head (laughs) no that stress that stress is there for me as well okay all right when i made the enchiladas that first time and they came out a little crispier my girlfriend was like no these are these are still fine and i i like giving somebody else bad food like that uh it doesn't happen very often because i don't make a lot of particularly complicated meals Ball, for ballpark other franks come out great every time oh. <laughs> <laughs> no that's um i know better than to uh give that to other people that's uh, uh, uh you're strictly giving out your perfectly scientifically measured eggs <laughs> that's exactly the ballpark franks are um a scientific anomaly and i don't that's for me time that's for me um no but i when i first made those enchiladas um and she was like no these are still like a yeah i can tell that you're worked up about it but these are these are good these are fine like i'll I'll take another one so that i can have it tomorrow at work or whatever like no i've given you garbage (laughs) this is inedible yeah you should probably dump me right now on the spot. <laughs> I should be alone forever because I gave someone slightly crispy enchiladas. <laughs> That's the thing. I I think, like, I have... Rel- I, I, it's getting better as I get older, consequently. But uh, I generally, we've talked about, I have relatively low self-esteem. It's getting better. But, like, I think subconsciously, cooking is just a world where I'm like... I know there are things that I know I'm good at. Uh, it's a small list, but <laughs> I'm good at music. I'm good at cooking. That might be the end of the list. <laughs> I'm great at podcasting. This is, oh, uh, nobody tell me any differently. Five stars reviews only, please. <laughs> but, um, so I think when I, it's a little bit that I'll set a bar for myself, but it's more, I think there's just a subconscious part of me that's like, because I have low self-esteem, people don't generally go around telling other people like, you're bad at that thing, or you fucked up. (laughs) It's an unspoken thing, and we beat ourselves up. And so that always feels like, other person, this is a moment, I need you to tell tell me, I know this sucks. (laughs) Tell me how much I fucked up. Tell me how bad I am at cooking, and I'll never do it again. I'll quit. <laughs> I'll just be <Yes>. done. <laughs> We've actually recently, there's a recipe I make semi-frequently for myself, a vegetarian recipe. Cause it's not that I'm vegetarian, but I do it every now and then. Uh, it's good food. It's uh, it's called a peanut butter Buddha bowl. This is like rice and chickpeas and spinach and broccoli and like a soy spicy peanut sauce. Uh, it rules. Tofu in there too. I fry it, get crispy tofu. And I made this for my girlfriend. And it was like the one time I've made it that I was like this. There, I didn't make enough sauce or something. It just wasn't flavorful at all. It mostly just tasted like a little bit of 
soy sauce peanut butter, but mostly just the flavor of broccoli and rice and chickpeas. <laughs> like, yeah, this is like a vegan <laughs> recipe now. Nobody wants that. And it was just killing me. And I kept just being like, sorry. She's like, no, this is great. This is delicious. I'm like, just, but you have to trust me. <laughs> this is normally so good. And this is not good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, I think. I'm going to try to redo that tonight. So we'll see. Knocking on wood. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Uh, But I need a redo. I need I need to prove something. Why? (laughs) I I don't know, but I had to do the same thing with the end. That's that's why you end up making a gelatas three times. That's why I've made it three times now. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I don't know. And that's like the most complicated meal I think that I... That I make in general, but, yeah. but definitely that I've made f- uh, for her. Because um, everything else is like pasta and stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's relatively simple. Right. But I also don't do a lot of complicated stuff with my pasta. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny. This has ended up, it kind of feels like the flip episode to our bad food. Because when we did the bad food episode, we were talking about getting other people's bad food i'm like yeah oh i've given people bad food (laughs) plenty (laughs) (laughs) and it hurts uh and i want to tell a little story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down at a barbecue how long is this gonna take oh (laughs) so is it gonna take a minute (laughs) should i sit right here have you ever barbecued uh no it's i love it and i love the food that comes out of barbecues most of all uh but there's a there's a a learning curve to it similar to all cooking you just got to do it over and over and over again and eventually you kind of get the hang of it uh a friend of mine uh was i believe quitting we were co-workers she was quitting that job and we were she was throwing a goodbye party or maybe it was just like a birthday thing who knows i don't remember (laughs) but (laughs) i was invited and she'd asked me if i would barbecue i was like okay at that point i was early 20s so i'm like i've got that like a little too much confidence (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm also an idiot (laughs) so (laughs) i take on this challenge and slowly that party grows so there are more people i'm like oof this is feeling like a a scary thing now so i'm all stressed out i'm just making burgers and then like one of the people's vegetarian so i'm like oh i gotta do that i've never cooked vegetarian stuff on the grill before i don't even know how ah so I became a little ball of anxiety. I made burgers, and similar to how I do improv when I'm having a panic attack, <laughs> it's just very rigid, <laughs> not talking. To, I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not saying words. I'm just doing the action and getting out of there. And as people were eating, I looked over and I saw a girl like bite into it. And the inside of her burger was just like the center was raw, like not 
like, oh, yeah, I like it this way. Like, the center of it was completely uncooked. Red beef. (laughs) And I saw her, like, she kept eating it, but she ate around the center of it. And I kept, I went over to, because that was the other thing. I didn't know any of these people. I was friends with this person. (laughs) The rest of the party, all strangers to me. Oh, no. It was a nightmare. Uh, It was fun, but, like, I was just having a panic attack the whole fucking time and giving people food poisoning. (laughs) But uh, everyone was like, oh, no, the burgers are good. And my friend was like, no, yeah, she she mentioned that, but she uh, liked the rest of it. It was just the center was a little underdone. And I kept being like, no, I saw it. (laughs) It was not remotely cooked. Tell me that. <laughs> just back to that. I just need someone. Someone yell at me. <laughs> Tell me how much I fucked up and I'll just go home. Uh, it'll be better. And I would probably not still be thinking about it to this day. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was my big uh, cooking fiasco nightmare. Uh, that made me second guess cooking for large groups of people. Uh, it's hard to do. I'm not good at it. And I should stop. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, I mean, I, uh, you've cooked uh, significantly more than me. Yeah. I, um, even like I, I've used the air fryer now. Uh, That's right. For anyone that was curious, I've used it twice. Uh, and both times was for French fries. Hell yeah. Um, and I mean, the, this machine is very easy to use. It's like the I have to do very little work, and I love that. Yeah. But there's also like with French fries specifically, it's like all right, put it in the in the basket. You know, press. I mean, you have to preheat it or whatever. But uh, but when you are actually making the fries after they are in the basket, and all that is said and done, <clears throat> um. The thing says, like, uh, shake the basket, um, like, often. (laughs) That's all it says. Just do it often. In the 20 minutes that these fries are cooking, just shake it often. So I've been doing, like, every four minutes, I'll stop and take it out and shake it around so the fries can move around a little bit, but... Uh, just like, just tell me. <laughs> just is it? Do I? And how long do I shake it? Because I've been like shaking it and like trying to flip them around and stuff. Yeah. And my girlfriend was over the second time I did it, and she was like, "I, I, I think you're overdoing it. Like, I think you're putting too much uh, work into the shaking of the fries." <laughs> but like, it just says shake. Take out the basket. <clears throat> You just take it out, shake it, put it back? That doesn't seem like you're doing enough. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would guess that's probably... I mean, I don't... uh, Issue there, I don't know how air fryers work remotely. Like, I kind of thought you put stuff in and it has to stay like an instant pot pressure cooker situation. It's got to stay in there or the hot air gets out and you'll burn your face off. (laughs) Um, No, I think that if you put... Like oil into the, like it says oh. don't put oil in. Um, if you were to put oil in, then it would 
smoke and and burn, burn you like your that. face but, off. Yeah, um, but the but the way it works now is you know if you just open it, it'll pause the time to let huh. you shake the fries <laughs> or whatever, and then you close it, and then it just keeps going. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I, here's in my mind that's it's just trying to the parts of fries that are touching the other fries, shake them around so those can get some crispiness. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of vague terminology in cooking. A lot of yeah, it's stir often, stir constantly, like constantly. Yeah, <laughs> and half the time that is what it means, <laughs> but sometimes yeah. it it doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's kind of. It's tough. I think there's just too much to learn on a technical level that if they wanted to get into it, it would be like, not that, like fries would be different, but like make you're making a sauce and it's like you have to stir at a semi-constant level or else the the milk will break or curdle or something because you put this in and foods react differently at different heats and if they're moving and you kind of just have to learn for yourself like you said just by fucking up over and over again until you find a nice article online (laughs) yeah oh and let's talk about these online articles where i have to read your entire life story before you tell me how many eggs i need to use like this is so frustrating to me and it's all yeah it's all just a game <laughs> it's all, they don't want to do it either they don't care about their story they just it's for seo purposes but i am seeing more and more look for it because i i wasn't noticing for a while but a lot of these recipes at the top will have a button that says go to recipe and it'll just shoot you down the page like an elevator <laughs> hell yeah it's love that great but yeah no it's I, it's so weird how I mean it makes sense because that's how people are gonna see your recipes over other recipes, but like yeah, just slowly over time where it's become like that's all of them, all recipes except for all recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Allrecipes.com generally pretty quick to it. Uh, I've sl- I kind of for that reason I've kind of slowly started getting more into YouTube recipes. And just finding people I like, and then you can watch them cook it. And it'll be, it'll still, you know, it's like a 20-minute video, so that's probably more right. uh, than you'd want to commit, because, again, you're hungry. I'm <laughs> hungry now! <laughs> but that covers that ground of you going, like, what do you mean, shake? Because you just see someone do it. Uh, that's true, yeah. I find it very helpful. Recently, um... And by recently, I mean like a month and a half ago at this point. But uh, one of, I think I mentioned on this podcast, or at the very least to you, Mm -hmm. that I had made fudge and then my girlfriend and I had made like a little Oreo truffle uh, balls. And we, I brought some to work and I gave some to another coworker who was like, you should have your own like cooking and baking vlog slash channel yeah which like hey uh i think she said blog and then and then she said vlog because she thought it'd be more fun to 
like watch it happen. And like, hey, I've been in that YouTube space <laughs> where everyone just tells you to kill yourself. Yeah. But then I thought about it some more and I was like, well, I'm I'm just making something. I'm not saying that this Netflix Adam Sandler movie from three years ago was better than I thought, <laughs> but not great. So maybe people don't have to come at me with such hatred and vitriol. Clearly, you haven't spent much time on cooking YouTube. <laughs> no, I have not. It's... I would say all pretty much as bad as movie YouTube. Is. That's insane. Because movie YouTube's real bad. Yeah, th- these are people that are like, they're coming to recipes, but uh, according to them, clearly they already know how to make it. And they are just coming there to tell you that you fucked it up or you used the wrong utensil or how dare you use that pan versus this pan. What's wrong with you <laughs> yeah i guess uh yeah that sounds a lot like movie youtube yeah <laughs> at the end of the day it's like they're coming to your video because they know what the right opinion is <laughs> they're just trying to see if you pass the test when it comes to youtube the call is always coming from inside the house <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense no no uh, <clears throat> it's fun to say yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I recently bought a recipe card <gasps> collection tin. Oh. Um, and I haven't made any of the recipes. I've barely even looked at them. But <laughs> I bought it in the hopes that, um, and maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll start doing that this week. Yeah. Um, but what I'd like to do to like really try and force myself to get into cooking and some of it's baking and in there too it's different all sorts of different things you can do but i what i want to do is do like like a recipe card roulette where Mm. you just pick one out of the tin and that's what you're making today um and maybe that'll help me become interested in cooking interesting (laughs) maybe not interested in cooking but Ah. it will motivate me to do it more i don't know it's like a little game that's interesting i don't know i think that scares me (laughs) yeah for the same reason that i used to go to the grocery store every day it all hinges on what i already want like, I, I gotta want this food. There's magic in wanting some very nice meal and then just making it. <laughs> I guess so, but I think I just don't... My my gut of what I want, I don't realize it until it's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Until I'm like, I want this. But I'm starving now, yeah. and I need to go to bed in like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, what can I actually make that's in my pantry? Think. And it's rarely what I want. <laughs> Today, I was like, you know what sounds delicious? Clam chowder in a bread bowl. I don't have those Hell things. Yeah. yeah. I can't fly to San Francisco and get one. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the best ones are 
Uh, only way to get them. I don't know. They do the them, only way. They do them pretty good at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, I could go for a pineapple Dole Whip for sure. Hey, that sounds really good. <laughs> I yeah. There's a, a a side of cooking that I feel like I've gotten very good at is that like like you're saying where you're like why I just I have these things uh, and again especially now that you're cooking we talked about this when you were baking but like you gotta just spend all that money and get all those spices baby then you got all those spices on hand anything that comes up you're ready to go but just once you're past the point of like i bought stuff to make x y and z i made those things and now you've got like one tomato left or a bell pepper and some chicken and rice you're like what can I make with the stuff I have and make it good? And for me, nine times out of ten, it's just fried rice. <laughs> and I just put <laughs> whatever the fuck I have into it. And it comes out good. Uh, you should that, go unchopped. Is that what they do? Uh, you get like a mystery. and You get like, there's everybody, each round, there's like a box of ingredients. And it's like, here's what you have. You can also go to our kitchen to like add ingredients that you need to make like a full oh, thing, but but you have to things. use you have to use these things specifically. Interesting. I should watch that show. I would enjoy it. <laughs> I have found, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like my produce recently goes bad so fast. I feel like it really starts to to uh wither away Uh, again another part of the reason i used to go to the store every day it's wonderful but uh i've been having that problem more with meat my meat's not lasting and right now i've got two chicken breasts fellas if your meat's not lasting (laughs) (laughs) i got half a pound of ground beef i got half a salmon not a whole fish but a half a (laughs) right filet filet uh, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to make this shit airtight. I'm freezing some of it, but I'm like, this, some of this is going to go bad. It keeps happening. And that, again, is a waste of money. I'm going to ask you two separate questions. Um, the first question, <gasps> you mentioned, hey, you got to go out there. You got to get those spices. Got to get those spices. My girlfriend is routinely disappointed in the lack of spices that I have. <laughs> what are the spices you feel are essential in every kitchen? Okay. Uh, salt and pepper. Got them. Great. I say chili powder. Don't have it. If Write you're this a... shit down. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of it is. Let just... me tell you what I have. I have salt, pepper, and cinnamon. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can. Here's what I'll basically say I make my own uh, taco seasoning, and it's great. And that's a big one I recommend to anybody. Learn to make your own taco seasoning. Uh, you can just have tacos all the time. <laughs> That's the end of it. <laughs> but who doesn't love taco seasoning? But those spices, to me, are the the keys that I find myself constantly going to. Uh, chili powder, paprika, 
garlic salt, onion salt, a uh, little dash of cayenne for some spice, salt and pepper, uh, and uh, oregano. You put that in. Oh, and cumin, of course, the most important of the taco seasoning spices. Cumin rules. Kind of smells oh. like a sweaty armpit, but tastes like taco seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> My other question, <laughs> yes. do you feel like cooking should have been, and maybe it was in Elma, I guess we're going to find hey, out. We'll get there. Should it have been taught in schools? Absolutely. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know if it is now, but like, yeah, when I went, I don't maybe the same for you. When I went to high school, that was quote unquote home ec. Uh, which is, that's a class women take. <laughs> Men don't have to learn how to cook or anything. Uh, but it's like, no, yeah, every, but that, that feels so much more important than so many of the other things. I, I don't know. I, I like, I get on one hand, like that isn't exactly high school's job. High school's job is to kind of just give you're supposed to just learn uh but in an optimal world it could help prepare you to just be a fucking adult that lives by themselves and knows how to do their taxes and balance a checkbook and cook for themselves yeah and clean honestly i could use a week of high school learning how to properly clean shit (laughs) yeah yeah it is i I agree with you that it is not high school's job to do those things yeah but it (laughs) is a little bit (laughs) it'd be nice there'd be nothing lost (laughs) (laughs) right there's always every year it's like yeah you got your extracurricular that's a thing you want to do or have to do but you are supposed to want to like oh that's kind of a fun class but there's always also you've got six periods like there's another one of those every year you don't need (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah. Just spend like, an hour every week teaching people how to cook or, or dance. I don't fucking know any weird skills that could come in handy when you're an adult. Yeah, I don't feel like I needed, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's because I didn't choose Spanish. But, like, yeah. I don't know that I needed all those years of foreign language credits. Yeah. What'd you learn? Uh, German. Oh, that wasn't an option Deutsch. for us. Mm, I did Spanish. Um, I just and and PE uh, yeah. is another one that's like, I mean, I get that you want people to be active. Yeah, but like, can we also do the things that are supposed to make us <laughs> successful? Yeah, that that's a thought this episode's gonna change into just you and me reconfiguring what a high school is yeah but like this is an amuse bouche chris and evan create a high school curriculum we do you go through we called it middle school that people call it junior high and those years vary depending on where you're at but yeah uh, that's just normal pe right you're learning right what basketball is what yeah. soccer is you're just learning all these sports and you fuck around and it's fun and whatever high school it's uh, your first year is basically what PE is now. You're you're like, all right, we got to teach kids. So you want to be active. You want to keep healthy, blah, blah, blah. This is how you do shit. And then you can take a path 
and be like, that's for me. <laughs> I'm a competitive person that likes sports and likes uh, whatever, everything going on here. Or practical PE. Uh, okay. And I, I don't even know in my head <laughs> what that would be yet. <laughs> I have to think about it. But doesn't it feel like there are, there are reasons to be active as an adult? Uh, and very few of them are to play baseball or soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what that would be. Uh, running after a bus because you're late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this a bad idea? <laughs> it felt like a great idea at the top, and then I reached the end, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm at the bottom of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of a thought cliff uh hey write us let us know if practical pe <laughs> is up your alley <laughs> yeah i mean i and like i mean you threw it in there earlier but like hey i really wish that i knew how to or learned how to do my taxes Fuck or yeah. all these other things like i realize that this episode's not about what high school curriculums should have been but also uh, as i've grown older yeah i've really started to realize that like some of those history classes i took were uh uh missing some pages <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh, feel like uh there were some uh, in my health and uh oh, yeah. sex education classes that we uh, hadn't updated some of the, no. the textbooks in a couple decades. Like I feel like there's, I I really feel the more I, the older I've gotten and the more aware of like the actual things in the world. Yeah, the more I'm like, I I think I know why our country is so far behind in education <laughs> that's what a vagina looks like <laughs> did I, I i think i mentioned this before that i literally i didn't have a sex ed class we just had health class and sex and sexual organs was literally one day and we just read like two paragraphs out of a book i think that's it yeah i th- I think mine was similar. I think it was lumped into the health class. Uh, and you got to check out those lumps. But um, it was uh, it was maybe a day also, I think. A day, maybe two days. Crazy. It's a lot that would have been nice to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then chief amongst all of them, hey, somebody should have taught all of us how interest works <laughs> and APR and uh, <laughs> yeah. how credit can ruin people's lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, this is I'm gonna this is gonna be barely tied into cooking because it's okay. going to slightly involve food. And then I'm gonna fully round it off. I've got one more thing I gotta talk about cooking wise. All right. We're gonna it'll be a, the episode's just a cooking bubble. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> yeah. a little bubble of broth. And inside a lot of other thoughts. <laughs> In your um health class yeah. or that one day of <laughs> um uh sex ed. Yeah. Did 
your class ever have to, um, like, uh, put a condom on a banana no. to, like, show? Uh, yeah, me neither. But I see that all the time in, like, movies and TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, my high school never did this. No. that's Yeah, I guess that's where I've always been, like, I mean, I know other people who did have sex ed classes, but, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I had seen it in enough movies that I, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been just a couple years ago, <laughs> but eventually <laughs> I got it down. <laughs> I put it on the banana. <laughs> uh, how does this work for you? <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of them <laughs> all ready to go. Oh, my God. That was semi-food related. I appreciated right? it. It was great. Uh, I I, I got to bring us all the way back around to a big point of contention with me in our Bad Foods episode. I got to talk about onions for a second. Because I hate yeah. onions. Uh, They're like ogres. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> It's like what? <laughs> they have layers. Shrek, Shrek, uh, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> They're both green. They actually look very similar. The aliens from Toy Story <laughs> and Shrek they might be related. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. It's possible. Anyways, <laughs> I don't care for onions. I don't like them. Uh, I get what they bring to a meal, but they're not for me. Uh, but I will occasionally cook with them. Certain recipes I've found like, all right, I get the onions make it better. Fine. So I just, you know, I'll chop them real fine. So I'm just not getting the constant like crunch or slimy texture. It's all textures with me and onions. Ugh. But uh, onions, they make you cry. Uh, and that's... Apparently not everybody. There are certain people that seem yeah, to... Just if you're weak. Just if you're weak, like me. <laughs> uh, some people seem to be able to chop onions and not cry. And I am a person that, like, I it, it's like my eyes just start stinging the second knife goes through onion. Uh, and I'm weeping, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> it feels stupid if I'm cooking something for someone and I start crying. <laughs> I don't like it. Have you cooked? Have you chopped into some onions in your cooking adventures? Uh, yes, I have. Oh. I have done that. Um, but you can, like, I think it's if you. I haven't chopped an onion in a long time. Um, but I think it's like if you hold it under mm. cold water for a certain amount of time, it'll take hmm. that away. They, there are ways around it where. Because I remember when, I think I've mentioned that I had this job uh, before, but I had a job right out of high school for a couple months where I did product demonstrations at different grocery stores oh, yeah. Yeah. for this like mandolin. <clears throat> and so one of the things that you, we would show that it could <laughs> slice and dice was an onion. And so they they taught us how to do it without it making you cry. Yeah. And it was, I think it was holding it under cold water for a certain amount of time. And then you could go through it without it. Interesting. Making you cry. 
Because that, that would be tough. <laughs> You're trying to sell something yeah. and crying. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe that would have helped my numbers. Yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> helps you move units. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I need uh, your opinion. Okay. Uh, I've got lots of them. You do. Uh, <laughs> so occasionally I'll cook with onions. I don't want to cry. I, not because, like, I don't like crying. I I just watched a very sad movie. I cried a lot. I love crying. Track. Track. <laughs> but uh, uh, it hurts. <laughs> like, it's literally like my eyes sting when I yeah. cut into onions. I hate it. I have what I call onion goggles. <laughs> <laughs> And I will wear, they're just, they're swimming goggles. They're a pair of Niking swimming goggles. And I wear goggles when I cut onions. Is that more or less embarrassing <laughs> than That's crying while cutting much, onions? Much more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, my. Okay, well, hang on. Uh, Which type of goggles are there? Are they the like. The little ones that go around your eyes, or is it one big <laughs> visor? Evan is retrieving the goggles, rummaging through his kitchen cabinets. <laughs> uh, okay, he has them now. Yes, they are. They are on his face, <laughs> and they are the ones that are slow. That they go around. They're like the Elton John glasses <laughs> of swimming goggles, like, but they're all black. I'm like uh, Michael Phelps over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's with my big old bong. <laughs> <laughs> so this is much more embarrassing than crying. That's much more embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put a poll on the Instagram. See what people say. Uh, I don't know. It feels worth it to me. I don't like. I don't like stingy eyes. Just hold it under the. Hold it under the cold water. Ugh. I'm going to look that up, and then I'll yeah, try it. Yeah, don't quote me on it, but there's definitely a way. I, I'm pretty sure it's under cold water. Um, but there's definitely a way to to chop them that, that takes away the the need to cry. I'm gonna have to, I feel the need. You're going to have to do a lot the of work. to cry. <laughs> Get rid of my need to cry. <laughs> I just, like, I can't imagine... Your girlfriend being over and you like you're in the middle of like preparing the meal uh -huh. and then you're like hang on a second you go through that drawer you rummage around you bring out some swimming goggles yeah. put them on and you're like now i'm ready chop 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 chop, chop, chop. but i'm and so then you take them off and you're like no tears well, here's here's where you get uh you get through that i'm really really good at chopping things and that <laughs> is impressive enough <laughs> to counterbalance i thought goggles. you were gonna say you have like a pair of goggles for her <laughs> in case she that's <laughs> just uh oculus and it show it just removes the goggles <laughs> so she can't tell uh yeah i don't know the fun oh, i was gonna say the funny thing was uh so my girlfriend already knew that I 
can't stand onions and we were cooking something and she was looking for it's just these are just like in my utensil drawer and she was looking for some utensil and saw those and she she figured it out immediately it's like are those onion goggles (laughs) i was like maybe (laughs) but yeah i'm not gonna stop i'm definitely gonna wear them when i'm alone uh but the next time i'm chopping onions and someone is near I will try running it underwater, and I will report back. Okay, great. All right. Um, what have we learned? I don't know if we've learned uh, <laughs> that onion goggles aren't a great idea. I think they are a wonderful idea, and I I think that they're practical. I just also <laughs> think they're embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's my motto. Practical but embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we learned that um, there's a reason that we're so far behind in education. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. I think we learned, and it always feels silly to say, like, we learned this when it's just like, this is something I said. (laughs) But but, uh, you you did react to it. Uh, The idea of when you're stuck... You're stuck on a recipe. You're like, what is that? Stir continuously. Why? Look it up on YouTube. Watch someone make it on YouTube. See how they do it. If you could find them making, not necessarily the exact recipe, but the same dish, you will be able to see someone doing it. And that that bumps you up some confidence points. I yeah, know. that's true. We learned that cooking YouTube is just as oh, bad as man. movie YouTube. Spend a little time there. Uh, one nice corner of cooking YouTube. I'm, I'm going to plug a channel I love. Uh, it's Food Wishes. And that guy's followers are all lovely. Those videos are wonderful. Uh, Food Wishes is a good uh, place. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Uh, um. I oh I guess this kind of goes back just a tiny bit here because we acknowledged that hey it's not really high school's job no to teach you these things and so the flip side of it is like oh then it's it must be the family's job True. to teach you yeah did you ever really do much cooking uh growing up in the household I did when I was like a teen like I started getting into cooking when I was like 15 or so uh but not in any like real capacity like uh, by cooking I mean like yeah I'm making craft mac and cheese <laughs> look at me go <laughs> all the ingredients are in one box uh but uh so yeah from that standpoint I would cook semi-ray like maybe once every other week or so I would do some cooking for people uh, but it was mostly just like uh, I don't know yeah if the parents were somewhere and I needed to make food for myself I would do that was that a long answer <laughs> I think I'm still wearing the goggles I think they're squeezing the brains out of my head <laughs> Whoo. 
Uh, I didn't really ever do much cooking uh, in the household. Yeah. And sometimes my parents would be like, hey, do you want to learn how to do this? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> and now I'm suffering for it. <laughs> That's the toughest thing. And obviously, neither of us have kids that we know of. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I got those comments on that bunch <laughs> of bananas, so... You're safe. Uh, but that is one of those things whenever I think about that, like, raising a kid, is it's it's so easy to say, but, like, you don't want to be that parent. Like, you wouldn't have loved it if your parents had been like, no, you have to learn, and you're going to sit with me, and you're going to make this soup. Like, that's not a good <laughs> relationship. <laughs> yeah to have with your family but it, it, it does like as an adult you reach that point where you're like no but i wish this had happened <laughs> yeah, i yeah. wish someone had screamed at me <laughs> and made me cook <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to put on my parenting goggles <laughs> uh, goggles for every occasion uh, a goggle for you... all seasons <laughs> what a goggle for all seasons. <laughs> uh, let's write that play. Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed what you've heard here today, hey, guess what? You can find more of it in the past and in the future by following us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, yes. on Amazon Music, anywhere that you get your podcasts. How do a human will be there? We're there for you. You can rate, review, comment, subscribe, all those wonderful things. Uh, we still looking for somebody to go be crazy eight. Is that? Uh, uh, we always forget what number we're on. Yeah. Uh, let me let me find that. You you keep going. <laughs> I'll report back. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at How Do We Human Pod. Ooh. Tweet those tweets. <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram at How Do We Human. We got that handle. Evan. Yes. <laughs> is there something else you'd like to plug? I'd like to say we are looking for Crazy Eight. So hashtag All right, go be crazy. Go be eight. crazy eight. Uh, I just rated us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> ah, then it went away. I did it again. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I got something I'm working on. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, you ever lived in a place? I mean, I guess you. Yes, you have lived in a place. You you live in a different place than I live in. I live in this place, and you. We do live in different places. You live in that we saw each place. other today, though. We did the first time in pretty much a year safely they're very distanced <laughs> no tongue oh not this time uh, <laughs> i tried <laughs> i rolled up my window <laughs> but i uh, you've got uh, echoey halls i've got yeah I do. uh i've got thin walls uh okay you know you can, uh, echoey halls and thin walls <laughs> Oh, it writes itself. I don't know what it's going to be. That's a country song, I think. <laughs> Thin walls and echoey halls. Uh, but I... Look out for Evan's sophomore album. <laughs> echoey halls and thin walls. I'll consider it. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Uh, 
I I get anxiety over can people hear the television I'm listening to? Uh, and I don't like it. I don't want people knowing what I'm watching. Not that I'm watching anything crazy. Uh, Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> I was watching. This is always awkward. I was watching a movie today uh, that had a scene of someone uh, giving birth. And out of context, uh, the scene got very loud and kind of sounded like porn. <laughs> <laughs> or a better one-to-one if I were watching a movie that had a sex scene <laughs> Yeah, I do think that that's a better one-to-one. That's a one-to-one. something that would sound like it. As opposed to giving birth. Uh, I don't know. I don't don't know. We learned a little bit about some frequent uh... keyword searches here. I'll put a poll in the Instagram. Oh, please. Uh, But if you're... You don't want people thinking that. You don't want people thinking you're watching porn. That'd be terrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're tired of uh, the idea that your neighbors might be able to hear what TV you're watching, uh, hearing aids, turn that TV down. You'll scare the kids. Pop some hearing aids in. Uh, these are specific hearing aids that will just be working via Bluetooth with the television to amplify uh, just the television sound. Um, it's the we're calling it the television aliasing inner ear noise tamer or taint. And uh, okay, yeah, good. good, good. That's good. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, turn down that volume. Get your taint on. <laughs> so all I have to do is before I decide to like watch a movie that I think might have some sort of risque content, I just have to grab my taint. Yeah. <laughs> and then from that on, uh, no listeners, it's it's you time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you got going on? Uh, well, I mean, I can't wait to grab my own taint. Uh, uh, that's going to be great. Hey, I've got one waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, this episode, um, at the very least, started out being about <laughs> cooking. And well, it turns out that that's... Uh, my uh, related to my plug as well. Oh, You've lovely. heard the um, uh, well, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure you're familiar. We know you're familiar with Shrek. Shrek. Are you familiar with the film Ratatouille? I um, that of course is about a rat in a kitchen. Mm. That's not where they're supposed to be. No, but he loves to cook. Ah, well, he can stay. And the food <laughs> seems to be incredible. I mean, it transports yeah. uh, that that bitter old critic mm-hmm. to his childhood. Yeah. Uh, and don't we all want to experience food that way? Yeah. You must be familiar with the expression. <laughs> you must be familiar with the expression uh, <laughs> about, uh, you know, you give a monkey... A typewriter, yeah, and yeah, yeah. a certain amount of time. Eventually, he's gonna produce Shakespeare. Yeah. So, 
I want to take that same uh, concept, apply it to rats, but I realize that we don't have an infinite amount of time. I thought you were going to say rats. That's <laughs> why I'm going to put multiple rats yeah. into your kitchen All right. uh, to then speed up the process so that you can uh, have that uh, childhood transporting food. Is there a maximum amount of rats I can have in my kitchen? Uh, well, it depends on the size of your kitchen. Yeah. Some people got those big kitchens. I have a very big kitchen. Yeah, no. Um, I would say we could probably get like 45 rats back there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Let me put Here's... rats in your kitchen. I'm all right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Okay, uh, great. Rats are cute little cuties. Uh, and that one, that was animated. And Patton Oswalt <laughs> was a very good cook. So, I, yeah, this this has to work. <laughs> this has to work. It simply must. <laughs> 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 All right. If you, want a, if you want a bunch of rats in your kitchen... Uh, talk to Chris. Yeah. And while those rats are cooking, you know, watch some uh, birth giving scenes <laughs> in the privacy of your own home. Nothing gets the appetite going. <laughs> <laughs> like watching birthing scenes. Damn straight. <laughs> yeah. So if you take my rats, I'll take that taint. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're in business. Okay, have we exhausted these puns? I think. I think we're out. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.